It's game time. Spilling tea and talking sports. You're listening to the Game Day Tea Podcast mm-hmm. with your host, my name, D. Hello, 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 hello. It's another glorious Tuesday. I am your host, D. Gill. Welcome to the Game Day Tea. If you have missed any of my past episodes, please check out Spotify, Apple, search Outsports. Listen to my other co-hosts from Outsports episodes. You will not, not, not be disappointed. For all my football heads, specifically NFL and college football heads, the NFL Combine is just kind of wrapping up this week. People had their eyes on a shout out to the University of Georgia, all their players. Jordan Davis at 6'6", 341 pounds, ran a 4.78 in the 40-yard dash. I don't think people realize how fast that is. That's pretty fast. Look it up on Twitter or YouTube, wherever. Um, you'll see that. It's pretty amazing. And um, that's why he's a national championship this year. Anyways, I thought it would be really, 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 really great to talk to somebody that has aspirations to work in the NFL industry. And today, my special guest for you all is Zeke Goldsmith. Zeke, welcome to the Game Day Team. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. Super excited to join you. Give my listeners a little pre-little update about yourself. So I am a senior at Drexel University, graduating in June, which I'm super hyped about. I am a sport business major, and I'm currently the president of the Drexel Sport Business Association. And my goal is to work in in sports. I have experience working um, with Division I football programs, working in the NFL with the Philadelphia Eagles, and now finishing up my college career and, you know, excited what's next, hoping to leave my legacy behind at Drexel, finish these next couple months strong and, you know, get to get to meet a lot of really, really cool people. Now, how did a California Bay Area boy end up at <laughs> Drexel University? Yeah, so I get that a lot. Everyone looks at me like I'm an alien when I tell people that I'm from Cali. Um, everyone's so provincial here so no one you know really leaves their neighborhood too too much mm-hmm. but so you know I get looked at like I'm crazy but so I grew up partly in LA partly in the Bay Area um, lived in Berkeley for a long long time spent my most formidable years there in high school I moved up to Marin County and where I basically lived in the middle of the woods and after four years of doing that I was like I need to get out my family's all from the East Coast, uh, you know, spread out. And I knew I kind of, I loved that, you know, hardworking, very punctual, um, kind of fast-paced hustle culture. So, you know, I completely fell in love with Philly the first time I stepped on foot on campus. Uh, Drexel has been such an incredible family to me. And I felt that immediately, that the people I met on my my accepted students day tours all three of them became all three of the students that like gave me a tour ended up being fantastic mentors to me so I love Philadelphia I see myself staying here for a while but it it truly has everything and you know I do miss California I love coming back on vacations going back to LA in a couple weeks but you know Philly is Philly's definitely my second home now if you're still up there, hopefully across the field with the <laughs> Eagles, you have Absolutely. to give a little uh, backstage pass. <laughs> anyway, totally. uh, but, uh, so do you, for our listeners out there, do you identify as gay? I do, yes, proudly. 
you know, there's a whole taboo, not so much now in our world, but gay sports, you get more eyebrows raised. I'm pretty sure in Philadelphia, when you say that you're gay, you love sports. How, what's, what's your background about sports? Um, were your favorite sports teams? Did you play sports? Let our listeners know a little bit about that. Totally. Yeah. So I grew up a massive, massive sports fan. I knew I was, a, I knew I was a football fan before I knew I was gay. <laughs> and so, so that gets a little, little precedent there, but um, yeah. So I've always been a massive, massive sports fan. It's in my blood played sports all growing up. Um, and I knew, you know, I think I, I knew about, I want to say like seventh grade is when I knew I wasn't going to get drafted into the NFL. So I was like, all right, let's, let's pivot here. Um, uh, I, I was a late bloomer so (laughs) yeah Um, I was like "Mm, let's kind of pivot here with that so um you know kind of always stayed a fan I'm re got really really interested in the business side I love you know learning about marketing strategy fan engagement uh I love community relations and I'm just a huge fan of you know learning branding uh methods i'm huge huge fan of you know how teams are getting their messages across and sharing their stories so you know i knew kind of going into my professional career that whatever i wanted to do i wanted to do within this universe of sports because within the sporting profession every single job and every single discipline you can possibly imagine finds a home within the sport universe that you know anything from you know sports law there's a huge industry for that um sports medicine huge industry for that um you know sport finance and marketing enormous industries for that so i knew anything that i wanted to do i i wanted to do it within the sports realm i i I love that that would actually be an awesome opportunity for me if they ever came across <laughs> my life the universe yeah. that wants to include the universe but I, I i see your pictures online and you're holding this uh super bowl trophy and oh my god yeah you're, you're like in, in i was shaking cards. i i know was it, heavy? <laughs> was it heavy so no but it was it was surprisingly light like the thing's only eight pounds i say oh. the thing you know like i'm i'm rob manfred hunk of metal <laughs> but the um so the Vince Lombardi trophy has been this holy, I grew up a Patriots fan. So the, the Vince Lombardi trophy has been like, you know, the ultimate goal. <laughs> yeah. I have a, a few of those, few of those have crossed their paths over the last few years, but um, yeah. So it's been this absolutely holy, holy, holy object. And so I got to the Eagles. I joined their marketing team as a marketing intern mm-hmm. Um back, I think, for the 2019 season. So that was two years after after they won the Super Bowl. So we had the big uh, Vince Lombardi trophy in the in the lobby. And, you know, one day I got to hold it. And the trophy is only about eight pounds. But just the um, the almost like spiritual and emotional weight of holding it. Like, this is the ultimate goal and, you know, literally everything leads up to holding that trophy at the end of the year, hoisting it high. So it was surprisingly light, but I felt like I was holding the weight of the world with that. 
So it's funny. I didn't think that the first time I knew, and I had a feeling in my life, I would always, you know, I would at some point raise the the Vince Lombardi trophy, but yeah. I didn't know it was going to be in a polo and jeans on, on casual dress Friday, but you know, I'll take it. I, I definitely like, you know, I got, I got the picture. It was really cool. Rain back to my friends. I at a certain point I stopped being like starstruck working in this industry I have like little moments where I'm like wow that's really cool but you know that certainly was a moment that I was I was starstruck this this is beautiful we'll be right back with the game day tea hey Zeke so we talked a little bit about um your experience with marketing with what exactly does marketing entail with a professional football team in the NFL So for marketing, it's all about how teams can promote their brand and share their story. That it's not enough to just be on, to have on-field success. Because on-field success is unpredictable. And there's only a small amount of people who really can, can, you know, influence that. But for teams to promote their brands, they need to have, you know, across the board, um, synergy in this is who we are, this is what we do, and this is the impact we provide to the community. So marketing to me is everything that's not on the field that promotes, it could be, you know, wearing hats and apparel, it can be, um, you know, engaging on social media, anything that the team can do off the field that elicits an emotion is is marketing and you know sports are you know sports are the most emotional thing in the world and which is absolutely incredible capturing that emotion is part of the reason that sports are incredible so trying to elicit the emotion that you want to elicit through your marketing efforts and through your brand development strategies is you know what I'm at what I love that's what I'm interested in and, you know, that's something that I, I really, really want to want to make my career in. That's, that's awesome. Tell me about uh, a memorable moment interning with the Philadelphia Eagles while you're in the marketing department. Absolutely. So at the Philadelphia Eagles, it was a six-month co-op that I got through my, through my school. I was with them through the um, 2020, or not, sorry, the 2019 season. And with that, working in sports, you wear like 30 different hats. At every single time. So whatever your job title is, you're going to be doing that plus like seven other things. And it's awesome. So when I was at the Eagles, I worked in fan engagement initiatives, going to schools, um, you know, hosting events through the NFL Play 60 initiative. I supported on-field live events, um, you know, making sure our season ticket holders got on and off the field okay for um, you know, pre-game anthem flags or rally flags, making sure that, you know, our halftime acts got on the field okay. So, you know, that plus just supporting general office staff, supporting, you know, our advertising efforts. And, you know, as, as an intern, my role is because, you know, it was a, a large, large um, corporation. You know, that's that's essentially what these NFL franchises and professional sport franchises are. They're corporations that just happen to be a team. So kind of as my role as an intern and, you know, to any other people who are looking for entry level jobs or internship level jobs in professional sports. My advice is just to be soak everything up. And even if you even if somebody asks you to, you know, photocopy 100 copies of this of something, 
than you know look what's on the paper (laughs) yeah exactly when they when they tell you to jump you say how high yeah but um just soak everything in so on top of on top of doing you know a ton of different tasks just learning is was the most valuable experience about how you know these professionals at the top of their game and I'm not talking about athletes I'm talking about you know actual professionals like just how I was working with you know working alongside players who were incredible at at what they did I was working alongside professionals that did uh, that were incredible what they do so it was super super inspiring to me they certainly set the bar high Um, I can't say enough of you know how professional uh, and how welcoming the Philadelphia Eagles organization was to me Um, you know they really take care of their own and it's they have a really good work culture which after hearing some of the stories of you know other franchises other uh, NFL franchises maybe some you know slightly south of Philadelphia um, and the toxic workplaces there it's it's almost unfathomable coming from a a healthy work culture Um, you know so if you're stuck in a bad work culture there's always somewhere else like it's it's not worth it to stay and I, I it's sad that some people may not want to really come out in the workplace if they totally yeah they have that and hopefully people listening to this podcast here and your stories you know what i may be gay i may not be the most macho looking dude but hell i'm gonna go yeah and go out there and and fulfill my dreams or at least try to fulfill my dreams so i totally totally you being so vocal about the behind the scenes part of the NFL, because I, I would love Thank to you. Yeah. You're welcome about that. And just to see the hard work, like we cheer on our favorite sports teams every Sunday, but we don't see some of those people are there five o'clock in the morning for one. Oh o'clock yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, that was me coming to the stadium before. Oh, it was before, you know, before you had like 70,000 screaming fans. Mm-hmm. Um, I was getting to the stadium at like 6am and just when the sun was coming up and kind of eating breakfast and having my coffee and looking over the field while the grounds crew was still on it and that beautiful little serenity was it was something that i don't forget yeah it's it's, it's really special i had opportunity to work for the atlanta braves very cool college and so i worked for the promotions team so i did very nice I did in, uh, game day entertainment. I did the kids entertainment, all that, what you're talking about, except from the baseball field and uh, baseball side of things. And it's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. And those people that work in the industry, um, they, they really don't get enough of credit. I mm. want to um, now go through a little bit of some rapid fire questions for you. Have a little totally. All right. uh, if you had to pick an NFL team to work for, in their, um, let's say, marketing department, who would it be and why? Rams. You have the reach of Los Angeles. I would love to move back to LA. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Hollywood, I don't know. Show business might is, is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. A little intimidating at times, but you got the shiny new stadium. I was lucky enough to go visit them in, uh, you know, in October. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's such an incredible stadium. LA is an incredible place. That, that would be pretty cool. I didn't yeah. think about the LA factor. Like you have so many people there and the connections you could probably make. To oh, totally. Oh my gosh. Just endless. Um, so if 
<laughs> this is gonna be funny. If you had to choose a theme song to walk out to out of the tunnel, this is like Zeke's coming out of the tunnel, like woo, Zeke. Oh, what would it be? So I do this every single day. I'm such a nerd about this stuff. Uh, Fever by Roosevelt. Really? Yeah, I adore. Absolutely, check it out. Plug Roosevelt. I love him so much. He's like this German, uh, like a synth pop artist. So it's like kind of like EDM meets disco. Ooh. And his song Fever is absolutely incredible. Good vibes all around. I love Maybe wait till it gets a little bit warmer to listen to it because it's, it's you know, great summer vibes. Okay, Zeke. So if you had a choice to add a new program to an NFL team's like, hey, you know, you come in the office, you're like nervous, like got your PowerPoint ready. I want to start this program. What would that probably be? Hmm. Um, I would definitely do a... I think I would definitely go on the community relations side and work on, um, you know, LGBT advocacy in football. I think there are so many things that the NFL can do to capture the uh, LGBT audience that, you know, really hasn't been doing, um, that the NFL really hasn't done until this past year with Carl Nassib, that the level of response that I almost teared up when they put up, put up the football is gay uh, commercial because wow. I've literally never seen anything like that. As a kid, I thought, you know, it was incompatible. My, my, you know, sexual orientation and my love of football, I thought it was completely incompatible. So making those little outreach, so making that outreach, um, working with Carl, the, with the Trevor project, without sports and you can play, um, has been just absolutely incredible and for teams to do that on an individual level more of a grassroots level go into the community work with local lgbt organizations um you know work with pride groups you see a lot of other teams do it almost every uh nhl team has a pride night by now many 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 nba teams many many uh, mlb teams but i really haven't seen uh, I really haven't seen uh, NFL teams do a pride, too many NFL teams do a pride night yet. Mm-hmm. And I know because there's only eight home games that, you know, when you have 41 home games in, in the NHL, it's easy to make one a pride night. But I would really, really love to see uh, NFL team make a pride night, you know, use one of their eight home games to, you know, really promote that. Even a preseason game, hell, I'll take that. Totally, yeah. You know, oh, absolutely. Let's work our way up, you know? Uh, so that, Absolutely. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah. I, um, I agree with you. Now that I say they don't have Pride Nights, it's um, it's something we can we can really tap into, Zeke. Um, mm-hmm. when you, further along in your career, I look forward to seeing uh, a text come through my phone and saying, like, hey, Darius, I finally did it. Boom, boom, boom. We got <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that into existence also you know what i would love to see is like you know how we have all these broadcasters broadcasting the games like what if there was some type of out sports live commentary by two members of the lgbtq plus ia community like that, that would be, be fun. pretty fucking awesome we would like get more people in watching sports and that we can use our terminology of our community <laughs> and i'm thinking community. almost like how how Nickelodeon simulcasts the wild card game. Yes. Yeah. If uh, if Al Sports could simul simulcast a game too, that would be fun. 
That would be really fun. I would personally sign up for that. <laughs> well, <laughs> I would love like that. Yeah. Where there's like a documentary, like I came out there, whatever team you're working for, and I was just like, hey, let's just do a life in the day of a NFL professional. Like, fact that'd be right. awesome. LGBTQ NFL professional, not necessarily focused on like what does it make, uh, you know, what you necessarily being gay has to do with it, but just like at least showing that someone in our community can do it. Absolutely. Yeah, that would be absolutely huge. And I think, you know, at least I can, I can speak to myself as, you know, a, a gay professional working in, in professional sports. Is that just this, the desire to, you know, accomplish everything that anyone else can do and just happen to be gay while I do it is huge. So just to see a professional at the height of their game, um, you know, in the sports industry, you know, be a complete all-star and be a complete professional and just happen to be gay is incredible because, you know, it really shouldn't affect, you know, the quality of work we put out, you know, the level of standard. I've in the beginning of my career, I felt like I had to work extra hard as a, as a gay man in sports and that, you know, whatever anyone else did, I had to put in, you know, 150% because like, I didn't want to be, I was worried and I was still closeted at the time, Mm -hmm. but, uh, like closeted professionally. And, uh, I didn't want to, you know, be outed and then have everything be discounted. So I was like, you know, I don't care. They're going to see that, you know, even though I am gay, I'm, am working, you know, harder and better and smarter than anyone else's. So, you know, trying to having that pressure that I now needed to work extra hard to, to, I guess, I don't want to even say overcompensate, but to kind of over. Yeah. I totally agree with you. I feel exactly. like in my own profession, I felt like it's hard. Yeah, work with the Braves. It's like yeah. we have to show out and show show up and show out. We don't have I totally don't have opportunity to be bad at our job. Like we just don't exactly because that we don't the have the opportunity time, to be bad at our yeah. jobs. Like first time we do, that. oh that f word is uh, blah, 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 blah. you know, and we, it's easy to say don't uh, let it affect you, but it does. You Absolutely, know? And it's like we have something to prove. That's you know that's across all. Um, professions i think that we just it's just that extra later of fuck why the fuck do we have to even like <laughs> worry totally. about that but um totally. that's that's pretty that's pretty awesome i cannot <laughs> wait for you to get going and all that and uh you know covid i had so many ideas Zeke before COVID like I wanted to travel and meet people in face uh, YouTube and all this other stuff and then I got really busy in my professional life and it's just like when it rains it pours however Mm -hmm. my word when I take care of some things in my professional and (laughs) clear my schedule more I do want to come out there and maybe we can do some type of doc youtube series whatever like that yeah that'd be great and, uh if your professional team that you're interning at or working at right uh-huh. <laughs> would allow it i would i would love to to show that that'd be awesome yeah so while you're while you have the aspirations to work in the nfl one day currently yeah. now at drexel university you are doing things on campus that 
really is, is, is a good cause and it represents uh, our community very well. And it's a catalyst for the cause, fostering greater equality in sport. Uh, Zeke, tell me a little bit about that. Totally, yeah. So since I was like a freshman, I've always wanted to have a uh, an LGBT sports, an LGBT issues in sports conference. That's been my goal from like day one. And, you know, even when I was closeted and now, you know, as, as president of the Drexel Sport Business Association, I'm in the, um, you know, I'm in the position to actually make it a reality. So on April 14th, we are having, you know, our, our, uh, you know, Keystone Conference of the Year is the Catalyst for the Cause Conference. And in that conference, we focus yearly on you know, greater social issues in sports. And this year we're focusing on LGBT issues. And, you know, we are being, uh, our keynote speaker is Ryan O'Callaghan, the incredible oh. Ryan O'Callaghan. Um, yeah, he's he's been absolutely awesome. Um, so he's our keynote speaker. If For those listening who don't know him, uh, please check him out. He's a former NFL player. He's mm-hmm. an author now and huge, huge, huge LGBT and sports advocate. He was on the uh, stage for the NFL honors the other week, mm-hmm. which was absolutely incredible. Um, but I've just received such incredible amount of support for this conference. So what we're doing is it is a all day conference. We have our keynote session and then we have three different breakout groups. We have the LGBT experience in sports. We have uh, the LGBT experience in college sports. And we have professional recommendations um, that produce actionable results. So it is not just a, this isn't just a soapbox thing. We are actually having our participants and having our um, guests come away with actionable steps that they can take back into the workplace to create a more equitable environment for LGBT, for the LGBT community and for their LGBT team members. So- it's just been absolutely incredible coming, um, watching this come off the ground from something that I always wished about doing, mm-hmm. something that has gotten the full support of the Drexel Department Sport Business, the Drexel LeBeau College of Business, the Drexel Athletic Department, um, just every single stakeholder that you could possibly imagine has put their whole weight behind making this happen. So I'm internally grateful for that. And, you know, it just sometimes just takes one kick, you know, because Drexel has never done anything like this in the past. And it's, you know, certainly an incredibly welcoming, accepting place, but just nobody has ever done this before. So I'm proud to be the first. Um, I don't really think there's too many other colleges that have had LGBT issues in sports conferences. So, um, you know, I'm really, really proud to, to put this on. April 14th, it's, it's going to be an incredible time. And I want to also give a huge shout out, shout outs to uh, Thea Rabinowitz, who is, has been an awesome mentor in helping me get this off the ground and, and Donnell Ennis, who is, you know, has been awesome in, in her contributions to this and, and we're lucky to have her on our panel. I love those two. That's my Outsports family right there. They're the best. Yeah. The Outsports family has been so incredibly good to me and so welcoming and, you know, just so incredibly grateful for that, that community. And I feel like I truly like belong to this community. And I love, you know, I love our little pocket. You know, we, we're fierce supporters of each other, you know, the biggest sports fans in the world. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's just such an incredibly supportive community. 
Zeke, you have to come back on the game day tee to talk about how that went. I, totally, yeah, I would I love re- to. Yeah, I really want to know how how it goes. And I, if you not just trying to, I don't want you to steal my shine now. Don't steal my mic. <laughs> However, yeah. if you do want to ask some people and record it, there's like, hey, how do you feel about this program? What did you learn? I would love to get some uh, firsthand uh, audio experience on the That'd be fantastic. Edited it in so people can. Uh, I would hear. love that. Yeah. I will write that down and I will certainly take that to my team because I think there's a huge partnership opportunity here. Mm hmm. Uh, let's get your voices, get their voices, get everyone's voices out here. Because it's one thing to talk about it. Like we always, like we'll on the Outsports page and the um, Coaches Alliance page, we see these events. Yeah. Um, not everybody's able to attend. So like totally, yeah. events would be awesome. Exactly. And, uh, uh, more allies can hear. Absolutely. What it does for, you know, their, their, what can it do for their companies and organizations? I think more and more people would join and start doing these type of events exactly our keynote uh session with ryan o'callahan and myself we will be broadcasting that uh virtually live for free Excellent. so yeah oh, ima- as many people cool. as possible can watch that because yeah. there's you know ryan's ryan's an incredible voice in the space he so is really lucky to have him he is uh zeke if someone wants a little bit more information about your event coming up just to talk to you uh, about uh, marketing, your experience in the NFL, or just to get in contact with you, just to say, hi, I appreciate your episode. Keep, keep up the good work. How can they do that? Absolutely. Um, LinkedIn, the best way. Just do uh, Zeke Goldsmith on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm always happy to talk. My email, ekg46 at drexel.edu. Happy to talk to anybody. Um, or Instagram uh, at Zeke Goldsmith. I love it. Zeke, I feel like, uh, I really do feel like I will be seeing your name on some NFL website. Oh, uh, thank you. Organizer, all that. I, I really just feel that coming off of you through this interview. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so I'm going to put that in the <laughs> atmosphere. You're welcome. Uh, this was a, such a lovely, lovely talk, and I can't wait to yeah. hear about your event coming up on April 14th as well. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for having me on. It was, it was really, really great to talk to you this morning. You're welcome. All right. So everybody, uh, please be true, be you and be fierce. Uh, go out there and get it. There's opportunities. Uh, I, I'm huge in the cryptocurrency space. There's, like, <laughs> I say there's huge opportunity to be first and to like learn and everything like that. Well, there's so many opportunities uh, in the LGBTQ space for acceptance right now. It's becoming more and more popular. We just had the first openly player, you know, Karnasip come out. So there we're in like mm-hmm. the beginning stages of our us waving our flag in front of these people faces saying we're here. Uh, if you're thinking about doing a, an event on your campus, your organization, your rec league, your community, do it because now is the time. Now is the time. And with that said, everyone, have a great day. We'll see you next time.